Welcome back, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. It's me, your host, Katie, here yet again with another episode of Abundantly Aware, and the third episode in our week of journaling together. So, this podcast is a space for all things mindfulness, meditation, and, of course, journaling. If you enjoy this series in particular, please consider subscribing here on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast episodes because it is a fantastic way to support the podcast. So, without further ado, let's get into this episode all about different tools that you can use to make journaling just a little bit easier to practice. Let's get into it. So, stream of consciousness journaling is definitely not the only way. For those days when all you can think of to write is, I just don't know what to write, and you need just a little push, it's a great thing to have tools to lean on and um, to make your practice that much easier and more approachable. So for me, stream of consciousness journaling sometimes tends to become a to-do list. (laughs) And that's not really the reason why I'm journaling. I prefer to put my to-do lists in my planners, um, both digital and physical. You know, and of course, there are times when I, of course, want to get all my thoughts out on the paper, but those are usually at specific times for specific things and not really in my mornings. Um, of course there. So, stream of consciousness journaling is not the only way. And for those days when all you can think to write is, I just don't know what to write, and you need just a little bit push, um, it's a great thing to have tools that you can bring with you to lean on and uh, make journaling just a little bit more easier and approachable. So for me, stream of consciousness journaling tends to become sort of like a to-do list in the mornings, and that's not really the reason that I started journaling. (laughs) So of course there are times when I just want my thoughts out of my head, um, but that's usually an afternoon thing, not really a morning discovery sort of journaling, and um, I like to save those for my planner. Um, but, you know, journaling is more of a transformation for me, transforming my negative thoughts and my reactivity and growing as a business owner and a person. So I use the following categories of tools to allow me to journal and allow it to just be easier because when you wake up in the morning, sometimes things are not as easy. (laughs) We all know that feeling, right? Prompts. Um, I have found that there are many places that you can find prompts um, to prompt you in specific areas for specific topics. Um, Those can be found on Google. They can also be found with Pinterest search because, you know, a lot of bloggers use Pinterest and a lot of bloggers, you know, include prompts within their blog posts. Um... They can actually also be found in prompt journals on um, Amazon and sometimes your local bookstore. You can find little books 
that are full of prompts for specific things. Um, 30 days of prompts, 365 days of prompts, that kind of thing. Um, I found a few on the internet. Um, and you can also find them in uh, nonfiction books that you're reading. So all those self-help, transformation book, business books, I find that they do often have prompts within them. Um, and you can use those in your journaling. And you can actually sort of like create a list of prompts that you either have in your um, planner or you can have them in an online software that you use where you keep all of these prompts in Italian. You can just pick and choose whatever you need. The next category of tools that I use to journal are lists. Um, it's a really good way to create also prompts for yourself down the road is to use those lists. So of course we have the gratitude list, which I'm sure everybody's heard of. We have the dreams list, the goals list, the affirmations list, all great lists that you can use to create prompts, but also to journal in the morning. And I find that when I do bring myself back to gratitude, I tend to have a sort of better day. <laughs> And the last category of tools that I use is I pull from anything written. Now it's not written as a prompt specifically, but I create a prompt out of the words. So for instance, I've used um, tarot or oracle cards or affirmation cards, but um, tarot or oracle cards specifically, like an example of this is what if you were to pull the death card? which for me means that you must release something in order for something new to grow. And so the prompt that I would use is, you know, what's one thing that I want to bring into reality and what is stopping me from having that thing? Um, so that's how I would, for instance, use an oracle card. A, you can also use a chapter title or a line from a fiction book. Um, those stories, they do have prompts within them. I think that when you see those characters going through something that maybe you've gone through before, you can kind of journal on how you have reacted in the past to those situations and how you could change going forward. Um, I also don't want to limit journaling to just writing. I think that you can also draw or collage as a form of your journaling because not everybody's the same and some people just, you know, express themselves far better in using art in that form than in the written word. So I would definitely recommend either drawing, scrapbooking, collaging as your form of journaling. I think that's a fantastic um, thing to use. You could even use Canva and create like mini vision boards each week or each day. Um, to represent how you're feeling and, and getting out your, your feelings. You can even write poetry instead. <laughs> That's also another form of artistry. Um, and lastly, I did mention this a little bit before, but affirmation decks. So you can journal on the word that you received when you drew it, um, what it means to you or how you can cultivate it going forward. I've used that uh, actually in my journaling workshop. We pulled a card and we journaled on 
how we might be able to bring that word into fruition. And I think it was a fantastic exercise and really gets you thinking um, on who you are, I think, as a person. So those are all the categories and the tools that I use to journal. Um, Now we have a question that I've gotten about journaling. So at the end of every single episode in this series, I'm going to answer a question that I've had in the past or one from the comments down below. So please, please, please leave any questions that you might have in the comments down below about journaling and I will do my best to answer them. So the question I have for today is, how do you let go of wanting your journal to look pretty and aesthetic? Um, For me, I remind myself that no one else needs to see the pages. The pages are just for me and my handwriting is me and I know that when my mind is actually working faster than my hand can keep up with it tends to get a little bit messier but that messiness is what's leading me to the transformation that I'm seeking um I know that it's a constant reminder of this and it doesn't just happen overnight that you're like totally fine with it being not perfect per se but I think that's even more work that you need to do on why you can't journal if it doesn't look pretty, you know? And also another way to combat this is instead of writing, typing it out. So using an app like Notion or Notes on your iPhone um, as a form of journaling instead of writing it out by hand. And that gets you used to, you know, the practice of journaling, but it doesn't stop you from journaling because it's not because it is essentially perfect right it looks looks aesthetically pleasing um and you can choose a font that's special for you as well so takeaways from this episode would be that your journal practice can and usually is influenced by things around you so why not use them to your advantage and remember that no two people's journalings are going to be the same. So yours is different from everyone else's and vice versa. That's it for this episode of Abundantly Aware. And if you resonated with this episode, you can find us over on Instagram and YouTube at Abundantly Aware Podcast. And uh, if you enjoy this series so far, I would love for you to leave a comment down below of one thing that you took away from this series thus far, or even just this episode. Um, a reminder that if you resonate with any part of this podcast, if you've stumbled upon another episode, not just this one, I and you think that you could bring something to the conversation, I would love for you to come onto the podcast. And the link to um, that form is down in the description of this episode and everyone going forward. And lastly, how I like to end all of my episodes is... Remember that with awareness comes the ability to create a life that's wholly and completely yours. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in tomorrow's episode. Bye.